going on everybody daryl from lamsil uspsa welcome back to the podcast if you are a returning listener if you are not and this is your first time here i would like to welcome you my name is daryl and i will be your host great to have you here really appreciate you listening so uh, first off hope everybody had a good thanksgiving and uh yeah that's about all i got to say about that um normal day for me Watched the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, stuffed my face with a bunch of food, and uh, had a uh, after-dinner food coma there for a little while, and that was pretty much about it. Uh, had Thursday off, went back to work Friday, then had Saturday, Sunday off, so um, yeah. Got signed up this morning for the Frozen Chosen, that is the... New Year's Day USPSA match at Hampton Rifle Pistol Club. They've been doing it forever. Um, the last two that I've been to, the 2020-2021, the, 2020, uh, the weather actually hasn't been all that bad. It's been in the upper 30s, lower 40s, somewhere in there. Um, but last year, I was talking to a couple of people. They've shot the match when it's 50 degrees and sunny, and they've also shot the match when it's 10 below and snowing. So that is one of those things. Rain, snow, sleet, sunshine, doesn't matter. They shoot the match. New Year's Day every year. Um, so, yeah, if you're interested in that, check that out on practice score. Should be a good match. The last two have been. That's... Um, yeah, that's probably going to be my last match for a couple of months anyway. Uh, we'll see what things are looking like on the ammunition front. Um, I am getting into reloading my own ammo, so we'll we'll see what happens there. Um, I guess I could always go to Outdoor Dynamics and buy some stuff, but... Um, yeah, I mean, I could travel to Augusta and do, do some of their indoor stuff, but I don't know. We'll see what happens. Um, big surprise, as far as I'm concerned, out of the USPSA today, uh, I was looking at the schedule for the Board of Directors meetings, and it did not mention anything about November 23rd. Uh, so I figured, well, they must have taken the 23rd off for the week of Thanksgiving and are going to be back at it uh, next week, which would be tomorrow night, actually. Um but lo and behold, I just randomly decided to jump on the USPSA website this afternoon and saw minutes from November 23rd's meeting. So, uh, let's see, all the usual basic stuff. Minutes of the USPSA Board of Directors meeting, November 23rd, 2021. Uh, present is... Uh, president, Area 1, Area 2, Area 3, Area 4, Area, area 5, Area 7... Area 8, DME and DIT. So Area 6 was not at this particular meeting. Uh, let's see. Looks like continuation of the bylaws. Uh, discussion of section bylaws. 
if there should be included a stock set of bylaws for sections without any bylaws on file. What? Let me get back into the website here real quick. Uh, And for those of you who do not know where to find the bylaws, if you log into the USPSA website, uh, up at the top, go to Member Resources. That's going to give you a nice little like four, four column drop down. On the very left column under Rules and Regulations, you're going to see Official Bylaws. Ironically, right below that is Board of Directors Minutes. So you can go back through, look at the Board of Directors Minutes um, for everything. Going back years and years and years and years and years. Um, so, yeah, they're talking about... What are they talking about here? Where's, where's my other one? i got to get my tabs together. Holy crap. Um, yeah, sections without any bylaws on file. Well, it looks like uh, there's... All the sections are pretty much taken up as far as, like, articles and stuff go. Got Article 1, Article 2, Article 3. Um, sections. Oh, that's just, that's just USPSA sections and stuff. Um, okay, I yeah, it just clicked. So what they're talking about here is like different sections. Obviously, USPSA is, is split up into different areas. Well, those areas also have different sections. So, basically, they're saying if a particular section does not have any bylaws on file, then they're inquiring if they should just include a stock set of bylaws. Yeah, okay. I'll, uh, yeah, I'll, um, as our our president's... uh, press secretary would say, I'll circle back to that one. Uh, Let's see. So, we have a consensus agreed that bylaws must have the following. Uh, How a section coordinator is elected and how nationals slots are allocated. Uh, That that seems to be kind of a big thing right now is how, how nationals spots are allocated and how you actually get a slot at nationals. Not sure what's going on on that. I'll uh, have to dig into that one a little bit deeper and get back to you guys. Uh, let's see. DME uh, discussed how 2022 national slots are based on 2021 major match performance and 2021 activity. Okay. Um, that one, yeah, I'll, I'll have to come back to that one too because... I'm not quite sure how I feel about that. Um, I'm I'm not sure what their performance metric uh, looks like and things like that. I mean, if you've got some person, you know, you got one person that goes around, I won't mention any names, um, goes around and wins every area match that there is in a given year. Um, they win every single area match. But those are the only matches that they attend. 
you know, does does that have more weight than a person that, say, doesn't attend an area match, but attends over 200 matches, you know, level one, level two matches in that year? How how does that whole thing work out? Um, yeah, I'll, I'll have to get into that. Uh, consensus that, quote-unquote, boilerplate section laws be made available on the USPSA website page, uh, webpage for reference. Yes. If you're, if you're going to do that, absolutely make sure it's on the website so people can, can look at it and know what their section bylaws are. Um, you know, going back like to the board of directors, there's a lot of people that don't know that the USPSA has a board of directors. Well, there's a bunch of people that don't know that USPSA has different areas or those areas are split up into different sections. Uh, to be perfectly honest, if there's a section coordinator up here for the state of Maine, I got no idea who the hell they are. Uh, I, I can honestly throw up my hands and say, I don't know. I know who my area director is, but I don't know who the section people in this area are. So... Um, you know, I, I think if they're going to make sections a thing, they need to do a little bit better job of that. Um, you know, as far as make it, um, a little more pronounced that, hey, we do have different sections and, and kind of make it a chain of command. Right now, everything goes to the area director. If you have a problem or you have, you know, a question or a thought or something like that, everything goes to the area director. Well, I mean, you, you look at um, you look at my area director, Lee Cabana, Area 7. I mean, he's, he's getting emails from seven, like six or seven different states worth of shooters. It's crazy. You know, where, where is the... Where's the section coordinator? Uh, let me count them up. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah, I was right. Um, yeah, there's... Yeah, anyway. Seven states in Area 7. Anyway, hey, that actually kind of works. So, wh where's where's the section coordinator? Who is the section coordinator? You know, the section coordinator for the state of Maine, let's just say... Um, you know they they should probably uh I, i'm and i'm not knocking these people um i'm just saying that you know sections should be more of a thing might take a little bit of burden off of the area directors but that is my opinion um i love i love the the term that they use there, boilerplate, um, yeah, kind of takes me back to the uh, the old Apollo space days when they used boilerplate command modules to simulate the the actual command module. But that's a whole other podcast entirely. Pardon me while I grab a drink of water. Uh, moving on, discussion of the references to president in the bylaws. 
a plan made to list these references and discuss if they need to be assigned to the president or managing director or otherwise changed. Okay, yeah, I get that. Um, you know, obviously, if you have a mention to president in the bylaws, but that particular bylaw does not uh, pertain to the president and actually pertains to the managing director, then obviously you've got to go in and change that um, that wording. And that's not just something you just go do. You actually have to have a plan in place and and stuff like that. Uh, let's see. Looks like there's discussion about section matches. Again, going back to sections. Let's let's make sections more of a thing, guys. Um, and uh, yeah, discussion about section matches and if area slots should be earned. Ooh. That's interesting. That is very interesting. I um, I want to see which way they go with that. Um, if they turn the areas, the area matches into, um, you know, slot matches like nationals. Uh, I'll tell you right now, they are struggling trying to figure out a way to do the Area 7 uh, sign-up to where it is fair, it is all-inclusive, so everybody that wants to get in at least has a shot, and so that the match does not sell out in less than five minutes. I've seen that the last couple of years. As soon as sign-up opens, first thing it does is crash the practice score website. And then once the website comes back up, in under five minutes, there's already a wait list for Area 7. Um, I know the uh, I know Lee, uh, Area 7 director, and others. Um, you know, people down at Pioneer, people up in Hamden, people at at other clubs, uh, pardon me, um, are formulating ideas. They're they're trying different things um, to to see what the best plan of attack is. Obviously, you know, a bunch of people aren't going to like what eventually gets settled on. They can always do it better, but you know, we're a bunch of bunch of armchair quarterbacks here. Um. But I, I, I do, I, I do kind of like the fact that they're at least talking about possibly um, making area slots um, based off of section matches. That's that is interesting. Um, of course, everybody wants to shoot the area match, but if you have more actual section matches, then if you make those where you you have to shoot the section match in order to qualify for area, kind of like you do with nationals. I don't know that that's going to drive a lot of people to the to the section matches as well. Um, you know, and and you're still going to have a full crowd for area, so it's not like nobody's going to show up to shoot area match. It, you know, it's not going to be nearly as big of a thing as it is. It's still going to be that big because it's an area match. And you can get a shot to go to nationals. So that we'll 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 circle back to that one in a in a future podcast and see what 
see where they're going on that. Um, let's see. Discussion on Article 5.9 with regards to how a quorum should be defined. For those of you who do not know what a quorum is, uh, straight off of Google, a quorum is the minimum number of members of an assembly or society that must be present at any of its meetings to make the proceedings of that meeting valid. So, in other words, if they don't have a certain number of people at the meeting, then it's not an official meeting. Uh, consensus of the board was that a supermajority would constitute a quorum. Okay, so what's your supermajority? Majority, I believe, is at least half. So what's a supermajority? Uh, I guess I haven't figured that out yet. And Delaware law has restrictions on proxies. Now, here's another thing that a lot of people don't understand about the USPSA. It is headquartered in Washington state. Thank God, not D.C. But its official business license is in the state of Delaware. So pretty much the majority of the laws that USPSA with regards to business has to follow are all Delaware laws because that is where the business officially is legally. They're headquartered in Washington State, but the business is actually a Delaware State business. Uh, and Delaware law has restrictions on proxies, apparently. Obviously, a proxy is if you're not there to vote yourself, you can designate someone else to vote on your behalf. Uh, discussion on... Uh, Article 5.11 on minutes. Discussion on need for any clarifying language on minutes. Uh, and a consensus that president is to appoint board secretary. Um, I, I don't think clarifying language on minutes like these would be a bad thing. Might add a little bit to it. Um, you know, it might take a a few extra days for the minutes to come out, but I, I don't think it's a bad thing. You know, if you want to really be open and transparent and let people know what's going on, you know, obviously you don't want to use a bunch of fancy words like supermajority and quorum and all kinds of things that people don't, you know, unless you're in politics, you, you don't, you don't deal with that kind of stuff. Uh, discussion on Article 7 with regards to signatory authority for checks and contracts. Consensus that vice president will be a signatory if position of managing director is vacant. So basically, any checks or contracts, it looks like, don't quote me on this, this is my own personal thought based on what I'm reading, um, that checks and contracts, those are going to have to be signed by the president and the managing director, if they go that, that two-person route. But if there is no one in the managing director position, then the vice president automatically becomes the signatory uh, and can, can sign those checks and contracts as a second person to the president. Uh, discussion on Article 6. We're kind of jumping around the board here. Uh Discuss timeline for elections and special elections. 
discuss qualifications for elected officers. Oh boy. So, qualifications. I know there was a thing a few weeks ago, and I mentioned it on an earlier podcast, about there was some talk about possibly making it so area directors have to be an RO. Okay. Well, I know for a fact that there is at least one person on the USBSA Board of Directors right now who is not a current RO. I believe he used to be an RO, but I don't know if he just intentionally let it lapse or whatever, but he is no longer a certified range officer. So if that goes into the bylaws that you have to be a certified RO to be on the USBSA Board of Directors, what happens to him? Do they give him time to become an RO? You know, a certain time frame? Do they put his ass off the board and, you know, have the membership of that area like somebody else? Do you have to just be an RO to get onto the board? And then can you let it lapse after that? Or do you have to be an RO the entire time you're on the board? These are the kinds of questions that the the members of the board are trying to hash out. Okay, And this is just one issue with qualifications for elected officers. And think about all the points I just brought up. And there's a bazillion more, I can guarantee it. And they're going down through these bylaws and they're coming up with all these different questions and scenarios and everything for every single article of the bylaws. That's why this whole process is taking so damn long. Okay. You know, everybody's getting mad because, you know, oh, they're taking too long. They should have been done by now. I, I just brought up four or five different different questions on one item. One item out of one article of the bylaws. That's why this is taking so long. They have a lot of stuff to figure out. Uh, discussion on clarification of language about elections and timing. Okay. Uh, discussion on the supervision of employees by elected officials. Uh, considerations made on whether one or more elected officers to manage employees. Okay, not quite sure what that's about. President discussed the timeline to finish up bylaws changes to present to attorney. Ah, very good. Once I get all this hashed out, figure out exactly what they want, what is in the best interest of the membership, then they're going to take all these changes. Sorry, hit the mic there on you. Going to take all these changes, package them, and send them off for review from from an attorney. I like it. Uh, current expectation is to complete this task by mid-December. Okay, so that's only a couple of weeks away, guys. Um, Mid-December. It would not surprise me if this goes into the new year. It, it, it honestly wouldn't. There, there's a lot to... Looks like there's still a lot going on. A lot to unpack. Um, yeah, current expectations mid-December. I mean, it would be nice if we could do a special election, um, for the president at, you know, at the beginning of the year, 
Um, I I don't know. I don't see that happening. And and, it, and I'm not saying that the the borders dragging their feet or anything like that. Like I'm dragging out this particular episode of the podcast. Um, but yeah, I I think mid December may be pushing it. Uh, Area one makes a motion to enter executive session. That is seconded by Area 5. They go in at 7.59 p.m. Uh, at 8.07, Area 8 motions to exit executive session, seconded by Area 2. A few minutes later at 8.12, Area 1 makes motion to enter executive session, seconded by Area 3. The DME and DIT are excused at that time. And then Area 7 makes a motion at 8.22 to exit executive session, that is seconded by Area 4. Area 5 makes motion to adjourn. Area 8 seconds. Meeting is adjourned at 8.24 p.m. Eastern Time. So they were at this for exactly one hour and 20 minutes. So, yeah. That's, uh, that's all about I have to say on that. Um... Hopefully, in the next week or so, I'll be bringing you guys some different podcasts. Um, looking for ideas, to be perfectly honest. Uh, I was going down through some of the YouTube videos and um, trying to you know, drum up ideas for podcasts based off of those. But if you have any ideas, shoot me an email. Lambshillshooting at gmail.com. Lambshillshooting at gmail.com. Also, be sure to check out the YouTube channel. YouTube, search Lambsill USPSA, and check out all the videos we have there. Be sure to hit that subscribe button and like and share the videos. You can also leave comments down in the descriptions there. Um, also, check out our Facebook, Instagram. Um, I really got to get started really pushing those, um, but I really got to get a lot better at keeping them up, too. Um, so yeah, Frozen Chosen, January 1st, Hamden Rifle Pistol Club, snow or shine, doesn't matter what the temperature is, we're going to be shooting. So hope to see you there. Um, again, questions, comments, ideas for podcasts or videos, shoot me an email, lambshillshooting at gmail.com. Thank you everyone for listening. My name is Daryl, and I will see you in the next podcast, but as always, shoot safe. Mm-hmm.